we can record it and then not ever listen to it again yeah yeah that'd be cool we're just not gonna be there until uh like we we graduate this weird like uh institute we've <laughs> created for ourselves what i find is like you find yourself when you re-listen to podcasts I, I've, I've, did a, I've done a few podcasts before and like you find you make these like really weird fucking <laughs> sounds that yeah. aren't words they're just like eh. <laughs> and then just like then you yeah, section right. them, and then you just repeat it. That's again. what I'm always uh, afraid. I, 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 like one of my like un, I don't know how rational an anxiety this is, but I'm just I'm afraid that I'm getting on public transportation, popping in my headphones, and then just sitting there making weird mouth noises. <laughs> like bleh, bleh. I know I do that. I know I do that. You know what I do a lot? I'll be like sitting there, and it's like uh, like I swear I'm not crazy. First of all. But I'll, yeah, I'll have like uh, earbuds in and stuff, and then like I'll say like a word out loud that's in a sentence that I'm thinking. So it'll just be like a, a random word. I'll just be sitting there quietly, and it'll be like grocery bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just like I'll perk up and be like, oh wait, who heard me say that? <laughs> like the guy next to me is like grocery bag, huh? Give me a thumbs up, <laughs> smile and nod. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I was listening to uh, some of these episodes and like editing them and stuff, and uh, I was uh, I came to the conclusion that I sound like Bender from Futurama, but if he took a whole bunch of Ambien, like <laughs> just a, real sleepy Bender, just a real sleepy Bender, like oh man, like am I putting people to sleep with my sleepy Bender? With your voice? beautiful sonorous like uh, dulcet tones. Yeah, yeah. Is that the correct dulcet tone? I don't know why I said that word that I, like, barely know what it means. Dulcet tone. Anyway, uh, so this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Uh, we're on minute, uh, what is this, eight? This is minute eight of uh, the 1988 Julia Roberts America's Sweetheart-driven movie Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza was directed by Donald Petrie. And we have here with us in the studio, former contestant of The Price is Right, Mr. Will Ball. Hello again. Now, uh, I was thinking about your name earlier, actually, oh, no. because, like, so Windsor goes by Windsor, yeah. mostly, and then I go by Holford sometimes, it depends on who, who who's talking. Have you ever gone by Ball? No. <laughs> I can safely <laughs> say I have never. Yama! <laughs> it kind oh, of, no. like, eliminates the, uh, no, that, that's like, I, I like, I like the name, though. It's something Thank you could fit on a, a license plate, which is nice. <laughs> You know what I like about that name? It's like if somebody were to like when you were like a little kid or something, like bully you about your name, like they could almost do it, but then they'd have to stop and be like, 
no, you're fine. <laughs> like, well, you know, like, yeah, what am I gonna call you? <laughs> well, I, 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 I found that I was. I, I have a buddy of mine whose last name is P U S E Y. So oh, yeah. by comparison, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll take Vol any day. Like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's like, good. It's like, uh, like, yeah, the, the, it's not funny. It's not a funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some some people will think it's funny, and and those but, people yeah, who do, but like, you know, like they have no that sense of humor. That can <laughs> only go for like like maximum two more seconds before yes. you're like, wait, nope, not funny, <laughs> dropping it. <laughs> it's a very interesting uh, dissection of my name, and very true and very accurate. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. So you're a William, right? Well, yeah, yeah. When I was growing up, I was Willie. Willie. So uh, yeah, Willie Ball, which is when William I go Ballbert. When I go back into porn. I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> My middle name's William, so I, okay. I'm fond of the name. Yeah, it's, it's a good name. It's a good name. Um, so uh, let's see. So what happens in this minute? We've got uh, Bill and Joe. They they go outside to continue their conversation where there well, are animals well, yeah, screaming at them. There's also a tail end of a fight that's happening, like the the very okay. Yeah, 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 this, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, this picks up at like the start of a tussle. Yeah, uh, and there's some like uh, like college bros at the. Uh, would you call them college bros? No, they were way too old. Yeah, but would you call them, like, 40-year-olds playing college bros? No, because there's, like, actual college-aged people in this movie. They could yeah, have just but you called up their that friends. In, like, uh, movies that. from, like, the early 90s, like, you know, a 40-year-old playing, like, yeah, a high but school Yeah, but as the leads, though, not for, like, you know, just randos sitting yeah. by the bar. I don't know, so a couple of randos uh, started this tussle <laughs> with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, Vinny D. And, um... Who I wrote down is very handsome. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, this might be, uh, Vinny D, like, uh, looking his best. Yeah, I, like, when he was out there, and, you know, I'm not entirely sure how they're, like, wanting us to register this character if we're supposed to like him or not, as you were getting at, but, like, I thought he was cute. Like, he, like when they're out, like, later, I, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but, like, they seem like a cute couple to me. Yeah, well, and that's yeah. actually the first time I think you see that uh, within this minute. You actually yeah. see the first interaction between, like, oh, Joe actually does have some sort of feelings for Bill. And prior to this, you don't get that at all. And you can see why, because he's kind of, like, bumbling and, like, inoffensive, mostly. Yeah, what's the uh, the line that he says? I thought it was really funny, just how he delivered it. It was just like, it, it, he delivered it bumblingly. What line? I would say, it was Hula... What are they saying? She was like, it's not that I don't love you and all that stuff. Oh, he's like, he I walk like, into yeah. this place and everybody stares at me. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you know, I walk into this place and everybody stares at me. It's like, uh, it was like um, Rick Moranis from the Ghostbusters or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how he delivered that line. So is he going to talk that way the whole time? Like, Well, 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 gonna... well Rick Moranis has what you would describe as a, probably a New York accent. Right? Yeah. No, he's from uh, Canada. Really? Rick Moranis, yeah. It's like pretty Canadian once you like. That's right. Yeah. Once yeah, you go back, I know he lives there now. Once you go back knowing that, you're like, oh, okay, he's pretty Canadian. Okay. Well, oh, you're going back to that fight though, because we were seeing oh, the yeah, tail end sorry. of the fight. Uh, I think Joe shoves an apron in his hand, and he does this thing at the end where some sort of like we're like, so like imagine going for a fight, and he's like defending himself with his apron, and like you see like holds it out, and like does this kind of karate move at the same time uh, with the apron. Uh, so I, I, once again, I don't understand why this is such like a heated argument or a heated fight uh, or why this guy still needs to like and he, he gets called uh, Julie Roberts calls him a dirt bag from there so it's not uh, like he's even a, out the uh, $5,000 it was her parents here's, here's a here's a theory of mine uh, everybody's drunk in Mystic 
<laughs> just at all times. Yeah, they're they're like drinking pitchers of beer at like noon. It does like seem like it's pretty midday. <laughs> pretty midday. But because we we do get a good look at the it's exterior. like a, I'm gonna call it like a Tuesday. <laughs> but uh, who does uh, who does Julia Roberts actually call dirtbag in this scene? Actually, is it Vincent D'Onofrio? No, it's the guy who's starting the fight. Oh, because I watched this. We just watched it like a couple times, and I still couldn't. Really no, it's one of the three go. guys. The, the lead guy who's like I don't know. If you were to, to rate the the three buffoons at the bar, the the lead, I guess uh, the, rough the head buffoon, the, yeah, the head buffoon, if you will, the the mystic, you know, juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I uh, know the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, she called Vincent D'Onofrio dirtbag because she doesn't like him because you're not supposed to like Vincent. No, 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 she's, she's but, saying no. That I, then I was like, wait, did she call the other guys dirtbags? I don't know. It was just oddly edited, or I'm an idiot. Mm. But no. Uh... <laughs> so, uh, by the way, I'm not sure if you noticed this, Windsor. Mm-hmm. I-, I was saving this for uh, like when they go outside. One of the mysteries of this podcast was just cleared up in this minute. What's that? It's the name of the pizzeria because we weren't sure if it was called a, a slice yeah. of heaven or if it was called Mystic Pizza because the actual pizzeria is called a slice of heaven, I believe. Right. But. As you can see on the exterior sign, it says Mystic Pizza Coca Cola. But do the T-shirts say a slice of heaven on them? The T-shirts also said a slice That's of heaven, kind of which confusing. was like yeah, further muddying the waters there. Did it say Mystic Pizza a slice of heaven or just a slice I of heaven? I think it just said a, just slice, a slice of, of heaven, heaven. Okay, which gotcha. I guess must be their slogan. Is what it is. That's not like a menu item or yeah. something. So they've had a pizza place that had a built-in slogan for. Miss the the pizza shop itself. Yeah, it's weird because yeah. I maybe maybe we're wrong. What's the actual pizzeria called? The Could, Mystic Pizza. You mean? Yes, it is called Mystic Pizza. It's actually called Mystic Pizza. It's actually called Mystic Pizza. I was actually looking into locations because we haven't really done way too much on locations yet. Because I was trying to. I asked earlier in one of the other episodes whether or not they rented out the actual Mystic Pizza to film parts oh, of this uh, yeah. movie. So I um I started looking it up and there was like. This might might as well be called uh, mysticpizzafilminglocations.com because it is just like I got exactly what I was looking for. And uh, Mystic Pizza itself, or herself, um, actually wrote this nice little note. So I'm going to read it for you right now. Here we go. My first stop on the list was to the real-life Mystic Pizza restaurant that inspired screenwriter Amy Holden Jones when she was summering in the area. Miss Jones, charmed by the small local pizzeria and the quaint New England town of Mystic, decided to use the restaurant as the setting of her story. Scenes set at the restaurant, however, were actually filmed in different location at a set in neighboring Stonington. The real restaurant was too small and See, also right. could not be closed for the filming. So yeah, you were right. And I'm actually wrong. This is not written by Mystic Pizza. I don't know. Yeah, well, what did you mean written by what? Mystic Pizza? <laughs> I, I was a little confused going into that. <laughs> well, at the end you, of uh, this, uh, at the end of this, uh, you know, blurb, it's uh, it's signed by. I thought it was signed by Mystic MP. Pizza. It's just telling you where Mystic Pizza is. This isn't Mystic Pizza talking. <laughs> so wait, when you're saying Mystic Pizza talking, are you talking about the yeah. restaurant? You know how, like, the windows kind of look like eyes and the door kind of looks like a mouth? (laughs) Just imagine, like, and it's got, like, a... Monster house, but with Mystic Pizza. It's got, like, a woman's British accent. 
<laughs> but no, um, then it goes on to say, uh, today Mystic Pizza is still very much in business. When I was there this past Columbus Day weekend, there were lots of construction going on in town, mostly to repair the sidewalks, which were badly damaged during Hurricane Irene last August. Within the past year, the owners have renovated and expanded the restaurant to accommodate two levels of dining. Mm. If customers don't have much time for a formal sit-down meal, they can always enjoy their pizzas at the counter by the front window. <laughs> you want to stand and eat some pizza. <laughs> this actually sounds a whole lot like the pizza place I work at. Mm-hmm. But uh, with a great view of downtown Mystic and a colorful fish tank nearby, and a colorful fish tank nearby, it may actually be a nice sit-down meal after all. Posters, memorabilias, and photos from the movie are proudly showcased everywhere in the restaurant. Nice. And, and it even says, and yes, their a Slice of Heaven t-shirts, which the actresses were wearing in the film, are still selling like hot pizza pies. <laughs> the famous tagline is also displayed prominently at the front counter where people can order their pizzas to go. Because of the movie, tourists from all over the world come to Mystic in search of the famous Mystic Pizza. Once there, everyone's delighted to find out that the pizzas are actually quite delicious also. A surprise bonus. To say business is good and Mystic Pizza is... Dot, dot, dot. An understatement. It's funny the idea that the quality of the pizza would be a bonus as opposed <laughs> yeah. to like the driving factor in choosing your pizza. Well, yeah. like, I just came here for all the memorabilia. <laughs> uh, this is this is kind of telling me that I have to go to Mystic Pizza. Well, I think like I mean I'm not sure if we've said this anyway in the uh, before, but I think we're going to do our last episode at, at, at Mystic, in, pizza. In Mystic Pizza. Yeah, hell, we'll probably end up doing like episode like 26 at Mystic Pizza. <laughs> Now that well, we have so the idea, curious. it's just going to kind of like, the, the gears are in motion, and then boom, we're at Mystic Pizza. Well, I guess I have two questions for this article. Number one is, so did the writer have this idea, or the story idea? Oh, I forgot to add, prior, uh, sincerely, truly yours, Mystic Pizza. Oh. Uh, 56 <laughs> uh, West Main Street, Mystic, Connecticut. So, so did the screenwriter, because she, she talks about, or this article mentions, like, did she have the idea prior to going into Mystic Pizza, or did she go into Mystic Pizza and was so inspired by this pizza way that she, like... It's like, I, this whole screenplay is just coming to me, you know, like, beautiful mind style. Like, <laughs> about. Yeah, she said she was summering in Connecticut, so she... By the way, that also explains why there's tourists in, yeah. in Mystic, which yeah. is also kind of a slight mystery. Because, you know, it's like a, it's like a writer's retreat. I think, I think that yeah. it came to her there. Okay. Like... Well, and then the second, I guess, my, my second question is, like, are they, are they experiencing some sort of, like, they gotta be experiencing some sort of drop-off in tourists going to Mystic Pizza just for Mystic Pizza because the movie's older and there's so many other places to see now. Like, they can't be getting that much... Well, like, let me put it this way. So it's a tourist town. It probably still is today, right? Sure. And so people eat, like, pizza, right? And so whether or not you're a fan of that movie... Let me put it You're walking way. into that place and then yeah. you're being like, oh, shit, this yeah. is where Mystic Pizza was set. You know, <laughs> yeah. and so, like... Do you count those people as like you know? That's fair. I, I don't know. I think after because you know after living in LA for a year and a half, like the novelty of visiting like places is kind of worn off on me. Like I'm I'm a big like fan of drive, so I try to see like all the drive sets and pieces, and it's like all right, like the same thing. I visited a restaurant where the uh, where um, the Nino's Pizzeria was, and I got some you know jalapeno poppers. And I was like all right, well now here. Or when I went to Albuquerque and saw all of the Breaking Bad stuff, like I went mm-hmm. to the the the, the Los uh, Polos Hermanos you yeah. know, place. And you're like, 
all right, it's a place. <laughs> like you gotta like build it up a lot, and then you visit somewhere like this, and you're just like, nah. I'll all right. tell you what. Yeah, but would you be more likely to go there if they also serve delicious chicken? Yes, I would. <laughs> so, like that might be the deciding factor here. Yeah, well, the Polos Hermanos is like a it's like a twister, so they serve like burritos, and they're just right. okay. So you know. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Ball, uh, when we take our trip to Mystic Pizza uh, around episode 26 or something, <laughs> we'll extend an invitation. Oh, thank you. I, I would happily attend. We'll have all of the guests come yeah. with us. Uh, yeah, right? We'll rent a bus. Yeah, and then we'll just like sit down, plop our microphone in the middle of the table. Don't even ask anybody, because they'd probably say no. Wait, you know, I'm thinking about this, and like maybe this isn't the best place to discuss this, but like... The people that work at Mystic Pizza very well might become aware of our podcast. Yeah. So either you're going to be well received or very much hated. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. I'm uh, I'm thinking the same scenario in like both cases. Like if they know us, they'll be like, "Oh, huh. Mm. Would you like pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, so. Oh, okay. So uh, another thing, just to note. Um, the place next to Mystic Pizza, <laughs> I noticed, is called uh, More Than Miniatures 2. More Than Miniatures Number 2. So, what do you think they mean by miniatures? <laughs> are you talking about, like, model planes and stuff like that? Or are we talking, like, train set kind of stuff? And what other things would you sell in addition to that, which would be more of? You know? Like, you know, paper clips, rubber bands. Probably <laughs> a few train set kind of stuff, but uh, you would mostly find train set stuff in a train set store. Or maybe it's like one of those, like, gaming stores where, like, it's like the Warhammer, but they also sell, like... Yeah, that, that occurred to me. But I, I was like a bunch of Warhammers next to Mystic Pizza. <laughs> uh, nowadays, I think the more and more than miniatures would probably be like, we also sell drones. <laughs> yeah, right. We can get a drone. <laughs> and But, you know, they apparently must be doing well since this is the second location. Like second location. <laughs> well, like, do you think that both of them are so in the Mystic? The first one. Yeah, yeah. How many, how many, like, miniature stores is one? Like, oh, I'm glad that they opened this one because I had to walk all the way across town <laughs> to go to it before. This is a much more convenient location. The first well, one just, just got have miniatures. The first one just yeah. got two full of miniatures. Miniatures and groceries. That's the part that they're, uh, like, brushing over there. <laughs> Uh, when they just had the one, I was just swimming in miniatures. Now they have two. <laughs> I can get more than miniatures. And, like, I can step around them. I kind of want a more than miniatures two t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, I was reading that thing and I was like, oh my god, they have the t-shirts. Yeah, but, we definitely that put that on the list of things to do. I already have that on my list. Of, so like, so I, far, the list I, I think, think is on go there, buy those t-shirts. <laughs> Stand around in the t-shirts. Yeah, I, I might not even want to eat Mystic Pizza. Yeah, because preserve the mystery. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's gonna just be pizza. Order people. half a pitcher it's of beer. It's gonna just be pizza. Like, don't go to Mystic Pizza and be like, wow, Mystic Pizza has the best pizza I've ever had. Um, like, no, it isn't. So another thing, in in the window, they have some neon signs. I was, and I couldn't read the fourth one. Uh, I, I forget what the fourth one said, but the one that I noticed was Grinders. Which, um, so <laughs> that is a type of sandwich. Yeah. Which, um, now is that different than a hoagie or is that just a regional term for a hoagie? I think, isn't a grinder a hoagie that you put like, in the oven? Like warm. That's, that's well, I think that's what we mean when we use it here, but I think in other parts of the country that might just be their term for hoagie. Hmm. Yeah. Like, because I know, like, in, like, 
much of the country's subs are, are the term. Yeah. You know? um, we also noticed on those neon signs that soda was one, which seems kind of redundant. Like, I don't think you need to advertise soda <laughs> yeah. in your establishment. You go in there, and you're like, I want some pizza, and with that, I would like a nice ice-cold Coca-Cola. And they were just like, well, not here you're doing that. I don't know what gave you that impression. Uh, so, yeah... Vince D'Onofrio and Lily Taylor are outside. They're arguing a little bit. They both, like... Here's what I think about both of their characters. I think that they're both a little bit unhinged mm-hmm. from uh, what we've seen of them so far. You know, like, people don't really like Vincent D'Onofrio, but they also kind of really don't like her either. They're perfect for each other. Yeah, so they're ones. perfect for each yeah. other, you know? Like, I don't... I, I think this will be a love story between them throughout, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't... Th- like, I think they're going to realize that in the end. Are they going to get married in the end, though? Without her family. I don't know. I think uh, it doesn't matter if they do or not. They probably shouldn't. No, probably not. It's like, uh, remember the end of Silver Linings Playbook? When, uh, like, they were still together three months later? Like, that was, like, the most unbelievable part of that movie. Because it's like, <laughs> no, those people wouldn't still be together. Of course they wouldn't. <laughs> Well, and they're I, not gonna get married. I would say this, this dialogue is is the chunk of this minute, and probably the purpose of this minute is this whole back and forth. And, and I had noticed there's a lot of jingling. If you like, some of the, like the, the the side noises, there's like yeah. he's got like a lot of like shit on the like, yeah, keyboard. Yeah, the like, sound guy uh, there? Lots of jingling going on, but there's a lot of change. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got pocket <laughs> nervously <laughs> like <laughs> nervously playing with his change in his pocket. That's what he, he had to do real. in the days before fidget cubes. Yeah. Well, I think she has like a set of like the restaurant keys around her neck. But mm. and he has one behind it on his belt loop too. You can mm. tell that. Oh yeah. yeah. Same time though, is she's like not even working. She just showed up. Yeah. Like, she's she getting a break already. She's, <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, better bring these keys with me in case I can't get back in. <laughs> but so this is what I would say that is the, the biggest chunk of it, and, and figuring out their their relationship here. Um, and honestly, so the things that they're saying don't really kind of make sense. For example, she says like, "It's not that I don't love you." It's like. Well, maybe that's a part of it. I mean, granted, yeah. it might just be overwhelmed by the idea of marriage. Of uh, so commitment. I, I, yeah, and I, and I, and I get yeah. that. And, and then it's, you know, it's just like, oh, I walk into this place and, and everybody stares at me. It's like, well, that's kind of your own fault. Like, you, you did that. Like, you're mm-hmm. the one who willingly walked in there, so I don't know why you're complaining now. And then, like, the other thing that, that, that um, they said, like, uh, let them stare. Like, like the Joe was like, oh, well, let them stare, like, if you're embarrassed. But you're kind of the cause of that, too, you know? Like, uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know, there's a lot of, like... <laughs> it's a, a like slightly more aggressive thing to say when you think about it in that context. Yeah, like, like, let them stare at you. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you did that. You made him look like the, the town fool. So, uh, I, I don't know. Everything, everything that anyone says in this, like, exchange of dialogue has, like, a butt behind it. There's always a, a counter... You know what I? You know what I don't understand about this uh, argument, which I said in the last episode. But uh, like, uh, if I were Vincent D'Onofrio here, I would be like, "Why didn't you tell me this five minutes after you passed out, <laughs> and I was the one taking care of you because I'm your fiance?" And like, we we spent a whole day doing it. Like, you passed out. You went to the hospital. I was there by your side. <laughs> you were awake, and you were just not talking to me for a whole twenty four hours. Even though I would be the number one person you would talk to. Oh, would you make up an excuse if you were... And that's, maybe we're, we're going back, but, like, would you make up an excuse for why you fainted if this was kind of, the like, the reasoning? Like, I don't think there's any... I mean, I think it's, like, if you faint while you're, like, 
yeah. at the altar, it's like pretty clear <laughs> what the cause of the fainting yeah. was. I think I uh, yeah, just like my blood sugar got real low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fainting is just one of those things that you can like never get in trouble for. You know, it's like you can faint anywhere, and like your excuse is sorry, I fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I lost consciousness suddenly. Like it, it could just never have happened to you in your entire life. It could happen to you like once a year. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't go through with this marriage, and the only escape was to literally just faint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think that's a good excuse to uh, like back out of the marriage because you fainted. Like you just fainted. Maybe like, she didn't uh, faint. You're, it was hot in there. Maybe she fainted. Like, like here's why you fainted. Yeah, you were wearing a hot wedding dress. It's like summer. Uh, your blood got real thin because you were nervous, and uh, that's why you fainted. You didn't faint because like uh, God made you faint or something, <laughs> because He didn't want you to get married. Like I, uh, I don't know. Well, people do faint though at weddings. Like that's something that like you see mm-hmm. like you know. Those Although apparently videos. never at this church before. Uh, that's the first for them. <laughs> Hell, I've almost fainted at other people's weddings because weddings are hot. Why do people wear such like heavy fucking suits? And how have let's they- all let's all wear heavy suits and then gather together in an enclosed space. <laughs> like uh, you know, they used to wear like heavier suits like two hundred years ago, and that was mm. before they had like air conditioning. And stuff. <laughs> well, you so, were like, used to it. Every day you were going out with like a three-piece suit that weighed like a hundred pounds, <laughs> and it's just like we're uh, looking back on that. Why? How did that last that long? For like hundreds of years, people were just putting on these heavy clothes. Am I well, it was to protect them from birds. <laughs> you know, bird attacks were a much bigger thing back then. That's they had to true. have something that would That's protect true. from the talons. It's like, it's like uh, I don't know, uh, de-evolved from armor, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> armor came before clothing. Yeah, armor came before clothing, and oh. now it's just everybody's wearing linen or nothing at all. Yeah. Because we don't need armor. We're, uh, we're open books. We're, we're a free society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Utopia here. Uh, and then at the end of this minute, uh, Vinny D grabs her face really creepily, and uh, he just like starts sucking her face, <laughs> and he just like swallows her whole head, and then the minute ends. But I think she's okay with it. Clearly, she's yeah. uh, definitely digging it. And the, they're, they're all hyped up. Yeah, there's a lot of awkward pauses in, in this scene too. I really do like how creepily he grabs her face. He's just like, like this actually happens. He like just leans in real close and like. Puts his fingers up in like a real creepy way, and like then, a bowling ball, and then just smooches her like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the rest of that kiss is uh, in uh, the next minute, and then he, he uh. stands up and he goes, "You know, I walk into this place and everybody stares at me." <laughs> <laughs> so is this like this is like kind of early in his career too, as as. We were mentioning earlier, Ebert said that this was a showcase of, like, the stars of the future or whatever, so was he uh, among those stars of the future? Well, I think he already got, like, his lucky break with Full Metal Jacket, you know? Oh, sure, sure. Which was, uh, was that a while before this, or was that... Uh, what year did that come out? It... It, that couldn't have been that far before no. this. Lost a lot of weight between then, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I wonder, did he gain that weight for Full Metal Jacket? I bet, I bet he did. Yeah, maybe. He was probably, like, fresh out of college, I'd say. Or maybe he was, like, still or, in Or maybe, maybe he lost the weight once he got famous. Like, he took, like, the Chris Pratt route. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's just like, man, I should be, like, working this celebrity. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, God, there was, I'm, I'm going to be a Mystic Pizza now. I got to, you know, I got to lose all that Full Metal Jacket weight. <laughs> Who does that a lot? Like, uh, Tom Hanks and, like, Jared Tom Leto. Hanks. 
Wait, like, no, wait. Drastically lose weight? Yeah, yeah like, how about cast away? It'll be like 100 oh, pounds okay, one year sure. and like or, 300 um, the next. I don't think of Tom Hanks as being one of those actors. I think though. Jonah Hill is the one that stands out the most to right? me. Right? Like, I just watched um, Hail Caesar and like, yeah. was he wearing a fat suit in that? I, but but he know? wouldn't do that for a role. Like Jonah, not for a small Jonah role, Hill's goal is to just get less fat. I think like, that just happens It's not like, I'm going to be a skinny person in this and then I'm going to be a fat person in this. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is kind of one of those people. Like, he is, uh, definitely. He, uh, he, for Men in Black, they say that he gained like like 100 pounds. And, then, and in like weird places. And then <laughs> like uh, and then lost it like immediately so that his skin would be loose. Okay. You know, no when way. he was wearing the, uh, you know, wow. when he was wearing like the Edgar suit, you know, that's that is a crazy uh-huh. like dedication to your art kind that's of thing. Apparently, that's what gonna suck to do too. Did. Can you imagine just getting all like so you, you feel like you're like so hungry and then you just like you starve yourself for? Mm-hmm. How long do you think that process took? Also, uh, s- <laughs> eight months. So he's spent an eight month process. The goal of which wasn't to be heavier, but to have looser skin. <laughs> to stretch your skin out. Yeah. Uh, and not get, like, corrective surgery. I guess so. you just didn't trust the, the prosthetics crew for the Men in Black. I, I've Which, actually, uh, you know, to Vincent D'Onofrio's credit, like, good job. Like, I wouldn't trust those assholes either. I've heard it argued when it comes to, like, these sort of method acting, like, gaining weight for a role, that sort of, like, putting yourself, you know, putting yourself into an insane asylum and, like... Sure. You know, all those sorts of things. I, I've heard it's theorized that it's overcompensation for uh, what's perceived to be a feminine job uh, of being an actor. That they hmm. want to, like... Uh, ex- express their masculinity, like, and so they turn it into like a arduous physical ordeal in order to like help them. I don't know. I, it's just an interesting. Thing. I guess I never really thought about. It, but that's, I mean, I, I see where those lines can be drawn for sure. But I, I never really thought of it like that. Anyway, um, you know, I walk into this place <laughs> and everybody stares at me. Nice. Sorry. Well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. Good job. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been the Mystic Pizza Minute. Thank you to our guest, Will Ball. Thanks again. Round of applause for him. He's been a real trooper. Um, our theme song music is by the bungler, Paul Hughes. Check him out on Bandcamp. And our editor and producer is Steve Richardson. That is all for us, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.